0: Hi, hi, hi. It's time to hit the math grind. Uh, this is After Class, the podcast with Miss Donvin. Hi, Algebra 1. So this week, since we're all reviewing for our assessment, we are not actually learning anything new. This episode is basically just going to be an assessment number 12 review. We will do our mathematician of the week in this episode. But again, mostly this episode is just going to be used for reviewing what we already know and what is on the assessment. So let's get into the topics. So our Mathematician of the Week, let's start with that. Our Mathematician of the Week this week was Omar Khayyam. He was um, alive around, <laughs> it says he was born May 18th, 1048, and died December 4th, 1131 in Persia. But again, remember when you're kind of alive around that time, it's really more of a guesstimate than like an actual, um, an actual date of birth and date of death. He is from um, Nishabur which is in northeastern Iran. And he's known as one of the greatest Islamic mathematicians. And one thing about Omar Khayyam is if you go into mathematics, um, some form of it, you are definitely going to learn about him and his findings. So he worked in general with geometry. He developed an alternate to Euclid's parallel postulate, and he did a lot more with higher mathematics. He is the he's possibly the first person to develop Pascal's triangle. And over in the Middle East, the area where Persia was, um, it's called the uh, Khayyam Triangle. He discovered, discovered a binomial theorem, which, again, was named after him because he discovered it. And then he also has some really notable things that he discovered as an astronomer. So he uh, discovered he was the first person really to measure the year accurately. It wasn't per se as accurate as it is today, but it was more accurate than ever before. He ended up improving the Persian calendar because of it, he built a very famous star map and also he was one of the first to believe that Earth rotated on an axis, which is really impressive because again, at the time, this is like flat Earth or like, you know, the like, what is it, the where the Earth was in the center of the universe and everything else revolved around it, stuff like that. So again, really impressive. Our mathematician of the week was Omar Khayyam and let's get into our assessment review. <laughs> So we're going to go ahead and really walk through assessment number 12 today. And just that's just because basically that's all we are doing. Um, assessment number 12 only has two sections because, again, it's review. Nothing new is on this assessment. Your first section is 12, 1, 12, 2 12 3 And that is about slope-intercept form, point-slope form, and standard form. You're given two problems. Um, you're asked, is it slope-intercept form, standard, point-slope form, or standard form, and to graph it. So first things first, you've got to look at your equation. Is it in y equals mx plus b form? If so, it's slope intercept. Is it in y1 or y minus y1 equals m times x minus x1? That's point slope form. Or is it in ax plus by equals c, which is in standard form. From there, go ahead and graph it. If you're in slope-intercept form, you can graph it using the slope and the y-intercept, or you can make an input-output table where you input some x's and output the other. Really pay attention to what the slope is, because that's going to depend if your graph is positive, negative, zero, or undefined. So again, if you have a positive number for your slope, it goes up. If you have a negative number for your slope, it goes down. Um, For point-slope, you're going to use the point and the slope to go ahead and graph it. You can also change it to a slope-intercept form if that's something you're more comfortable with. But again, that's up to you. And then for standard form, you have two ways. You can either change it to a slope-intercept form um, and graph it like I said before, or you only need two points. All you need to do is find the x-intercept and the y-intercept. And once you find the x and the y-intercept, go ahead and plot those points, draw the line. Um, And then you're done. Remember, your lines need arrows at the end of it when you're graphing, your lines need arrows at the end of it when you are graphing. So going into our other section 12-4, which is talking about parallel and perpendicular lines, you're given two questions. This section is set up exactly like it was last time on your assessment. First two questions, you're given two equations. You need to find a parallel slope and a perpendicular slope. Remember, the parallel slope is going to be exact same. It's going to be whatever the slope is, you don't need x. So sometimes when you have a y equals mx plus b, a slope-intercept form, you have like y equals 4x plus 7. You don't need to write 4x. All you need to write is 4. That would be the parallel slope. The perpendicular slope for 4 would be the opposite reciprocal. So if it's positive, you make it negative. So we already have a negative number. And then you would flip the fraction. Um, So if we had 4, our uh, perpendicular slope would be negative 1 fourth. So those are the first two questions. The second two questions are about finding a line that is parallel to a given line that goes through a point and then one that is perpendicular. So the first one says, write an equation in slope-intercept form for a line that is parallel to the given line and that passes through the point. First, the parallel slope is the same thing. So you're going to write a new equation. You're going to say y equals the same slope, x plus b. So then to figure out what the b is, you're going to go ahead and plug in the point. Plug in the x-coordinate and multiply that by the parallel slope, and set that up equal to the y-coordinate. Then solve for b, so you'd add or subtract that x and the slope over to solve for b. Once you have b, then put that in. So say we had a parallel slope of 2. We would do 2 times whatever the x-value is, and then we would subtract that thing from our y-value to get our b. For the perpendicular slope, you need to just find a perpendicular slope. So again, opposite reciprocal, change the sign and flip the fraction. Um, And then you're going to do the same thing. You're going to plug that slope in, plug the point in, and solve for b. So those are the two really um, key things to do when you're solving for parallel or perpendicular lines. First, get your slope. Second, plug in your point to find your b. And then third, make sure you combine it and write a new equation. That is it for our assessment. There is nothing more, nothing less on the assessment. You should do every section because it's going to benefit you way more than skipping any of the sections. So I guess that's it for this part of our podcast. Okay, so that is it for our week 12 overview for algebra one. Again, um, really for your assessment, it's all old material. So if you have any questions, definitely come into office hours, rewatch old videos, and try the extra practices. We're trying to, I'm trying to really hone in on this stuff so you understand it because it's gonna be very helpful in the future, especially in, al- or in geometry. Um, which I know because I teach it, I know that they're learning this stuff again. So really just make sure you try and understand it. And if you don't, don't worry for 12-4, you'll be tested one more time on it, but this is the last time you'll see 12-1 through 12-3. So that is it for the podcast. It looks like I'll see you in class.